Oh, my God. 
minutes after 6 a.m. Good morning, everybody. My name is Nahum Siegel. Welcome to a Wednesday. This is your Jewish Moments in the Morning radio program.
How did Noah get all the animals he put in his table to fit? How could Avram walk through a fire without getting burnt a bit? It must have been a miracle, fantastic, amazing miracle from the one and only Hashem. It must have been a miracle, most amazing miracle from the one and only Hashem. How did Yaakov fight with an angel and know he did not get cream? Yosef Atzadik, well, he knew the meaning to everyone else's dreams. How did the Jews get out of Mitzrayim, where they all worked as slaves? And walk through the Yamsuf without getting wet, while the Mitzrayim were hit with the waves. It must have been a miracle, fantastic, amazing miracle, from the one and only Hashem. Kul ma shi rotzei yoter, kul ma shi rotzei yoter, mi kanes ba avodat Hashem mitkabel. 
Anything you can ask, this moment is short, it doesn't last. Gates are closing, open up your heart. Souls are hoping, looking to our new star. From the hearts brought straight to the one most high. When the moment is gone, the sun has set and the day is done. They shut the gates way up above. These gates of mercy, these gates of love. The gates are closing. Open up your Souls are open, looking to a new star. Gates are closing, open up your heart. Souls are open, looking to a new star.
J.M. in the A.M. with Shlomo Katz and Shuvi Nafshi. Before that, you heard Hallelujah. That's Lipa, Arye Kunstler's Gates, the D minor Nigun with Eitan Katz. Levi Cohen's Tidaber, Fantastic Amazing Miracle. That's from Journeys. Yeshiva Boys with their Hanukkah medley. Hanukkah begins Sunday night. And Spin That Dreidel done by the New York Boys. And, of course, Regesh Modani opening things up. And we say good morning. Welcome to a Wednesday on this November the 24th, day 20 in the month of Kislev, the year 5782, Tufshin Pei Bays. A lot of people call this Erev Thanksgiving. <laughs> it is, in fact, Erev Thanksgiving, if you will. And we've got 31 degrees, pretty chilly out there with 61% humidity, winds are northwest at 10 miles per hour. Sunny today with a high of 48, then tonight partly cloudy and a low temperature of 36. Tomorrow partly cloudy and a high of 55 degrees. 68 right now in Yerushalayim, 31 in New York City. We wake up on a Wednesday right here at JM in the AM as we continue here at the Nahum Siegel Network. We're here tomorrow. We're here Friday. We're here all week. Just make sure to be tuned in and join us, even if you're on a holiday schedule. We still have a a tremendous uh, program for you, no doubt, every single um, Monday through Friday. And, of course, JM Sunday on Sunday with Matis and Saturday Night Seagull with Avrami. Happy Arab Thanksgiving, listener Chaya says. So much to be grateful for. One of those things is JM and the AM, and I thank you for that. I thank you very much for that, in fact. Um, oh, yesterday during the live lunch, JSM said, thanks for the uplifting music you're playing today. You're making a hard day at work a little more bearable. That's nice. Kudos, Avrami. Oh, a lot of nice comments have come through over the last uh, 24 hours or so, which is really nice. Um, oh, someone wanted to know why we didn't mention the Orgidal Yahoo in English that just came out from Art Scroll. That was during our conversation yesterday with uh, Rabbi Gedalia Zlotowicz. Yes, it is a uh, a very, very good book, to say the least. Happy birthday to Shamshin from Chicago, who loves JM and the AM. That came in the third hour yesterday. Hopefully we'll remember to announce it a little later on as well. And... Um, Happy birthday to carpooler Gabriella down in Atlanta. <laughs> Maybe we'll remember that later on in the show as well. <laughs> oh, boy. A lot of messages out there. And uh, yesterday we had the opportunity to go down to the uh, best bakery uh, that we've been talking about in Philadelphia. A big, big hello to Shlomo and everybody at the best bakery in Philadelphia. We actually made the trip. Uh, they've been such loyal live lunch listeners and such loyal uh, interactors with us during our programming. And it was great to see Shlomo, leave him some swag. We had some donuts uh, that we had to uh, taken back get to New York. And um, it was really a nice visit. So, yeah, we actually made it to Philadelphia <laughs> for literally for the purpose of heading down and saying thank you to a uh, to an establishment that's uh, always tuned in to JM and the AM and the Nahum Siegel Network. So it was really nice to do that. And it was a uh, a, a long but and traffic-filled round trip. Yesterday, one of those crazy traffic days, as Thanksgiving week tends to be. Uh, but it was really, really nice, Baruch Hashem. And thanks, everybody down there, for the warm welcome. 
Uh, more coming up. You're listening to JM in the AM, and this comes from your Achmiel Begun and the Miami Boys Choir.
J.M. and the A.M. with Yehuda Green. You heard both Rabbi Shlomo's Kiddush and Barditchever Nigun here at J.M. and the A.M. Baruch Helena done by Miami. And you're listening to a uh, a Wednesday morning broadcast here at J.M. and Shlomo Katz had Shuvi Nafshe. I don't remember if that was before or after the break, but um, there he is. Another one of his great selections here at JM the AM. You know the rule at artscroll.com. Artscroll.com always use promo code radio. It's as simple as that. Artscroll.com always use promo code radio. You get your free shipping, you get your uh, major discount. And now before Hanukkah, there are so many items you're going to find on the website that you're going to want. So go to artscroll.com and enjoy. Our friends at AH, Abels and Hyman, remind you that this is Thanksgiving weekend coming up, plus Shabbos Hanukkah weekend coming up next week. You want to make sure to have the most delicious. And uh, wonderful treats for your family, including some of the great meat items from Abel's and Hyman. Go to kosherdogs.net. Again, kosherdogs.net. Enjoy your 10% discount with promo code radio and get those products today. And if you're in one of those major supermarkets that we always talk about, those major kosher supermarkets, guess what? Guess what? The A&H display at those supermarkets are simply, is, I should say, simply remarkable. So take advantage and get ready for Thanksgiving weekend and the holiday of Hanukkah coming up, Shabbos, Hanukkah, etc. There is so much to celebrate and so many wonderful things to be thankful for. It's America's one and only Jewish Moments in the Morning radio program, heard on listeners-sponsored digital radio. Around the world, the web at NachumSegal.com and the NachumSegal Network, and of course, any beloved NSN app. Sunshine today with a high of 48. Partly cloudy tonight, low 36. Tomorrow, partly cloudy, a high 55 degrees. 68 right now in Yerushalayim. We're at 31 here in New York City. As we say good morning at JM in the AM. Galit's on the background. Do our news from Israel coming up? And, of course, plenty more on this um, on this Wednesday. Dr. Faye Walkenfeld is going to join us from Turo. A whole bunch of stuff to discuss about that. Chaim Liebtag is going to be on as well. Take care of that conversation coming up at JM in the AM. Galit Sal, Israel Army Radio, 2 p.m. newscast next to JM. Galit Sal, Mirushalayim, Hashash Time. Shalom Rav, Baulpanehud Graf, in Mashekoreach Shav. Mishpat Netanyahu. בבית המשפט המחוזי בירושלים נשמעה לראשונה הקלטה של עד המדינה ניר חפץ, בה נשמע ראש הממשלה לשעבר נתניהו. נדווח כתבנו איתי שריג. בהקלטה נשמע ראש הממשלה לשעבר מבקש מחפץ שידאג שוואלה יוציאו הבהרה בנוגע לפרסום שעלה באתר. חפץ מעיד כי היו מאות מקרים שנתניהו היה פונה אליו בעניינים של בנו ורעייתו. עם זאת הוא טוען שההתערבות של נתניהו במקרה הנוכחי הייתה מתבקשת. חפץ מעיד כי הקליט גורמים שונים אך נמנע מלהקליט את נתניהו והקלטות של ראש הממשלה לשעבר שנמצאו אצלו נעשו בטעות. תושב המרכז בשנות ה-20 לחייו נעצר בחשד שאנס אישה ברחוב בבת ים. הוא נעצר הלילה בתום סריקות ברחוב. עם הפרטים כתבנו בן נצר. במשטרה חושדים שאתמול בשעות הלילה אישה בשנות ה-30 לחייה נאנסה בידי גבר שפגשה באקראי ברחוב בבת ים. היא דיווחה על המקרה למשטרה שהחלה בסריקות באזור. בסיומה נעצר חשוד, תושב המרכז בשנות ה-20 לחייו. הוא חשוד באונס, תקיפה ומעשה סדום. בהמשך היום הוא יובא בפני שופט בבקשה להאריך את מעצרו. בנגב מתנהל בשעות אלה מבצע רחב לאיתור כלי נשק ביישובי הפזורה הבדואית בעקבות ריבוי המקרים של ירי ושימוש בנשק חם. כתבנו רמי שני מוסר שהתושבים מנסים להפריע לפעולות השוטרים ועד כה נעצרו מספר אנשים. עימות בין ישראל לבלגיה 
בעקבות החלטת ממשלת בלגיה להתחיל ולסמן מוצרים מההתנחלויות הישראליות בגדה המערבית שמיובאים לשם, סגן שר החוץ עידן רול ביטל פגישות שתוכננו עם מקביליו בבריסל. כתבתנו המדינית מוריה אסרף וולברג. סגן שר החוץ עידן רול, שנמצא בביקור מדיני בבלגיה, ביטל במחאה את פגישותיו המתוכננות עם משרד החוץ והפרלמנט הבלגי בעקבות החלטתם לסמן מוצרים מיהודה ושומרון. מטעם משרד החוץ נמסר, ההחלטה פוגעת בישראלים ובפלסטינים ואינה עולה בקנה אחד עם מדיניות ממשלת ישראל לשיפור חיי הפלסטינים וחיזוק הרשות הפלסטינית, וכן ההחלטה הבלגית פוגעת בשיפור יחסי ישראל עם יתר מדינות אירופה. הפיצוץ במפעל בבית שמש מצבם של שלושה פצועים התדרדר ומוגדר כעת קשה. אדם נוסף במצב בינוני. זאת כתוצאה מהפיצוץ שאירע במפעל באזור התעשייה הרטוב בעיר. כתבתנו יערה אברהם מוסיפה כי בעקבות הפיצוץ פרצה שרפה במקום. נכון לשעה זו טרם הושגה שליטה באש. פרשת המשחק הגדול בית המשפט השלום בראשון לציון העריך בשמונה ימים את מעצרו של החשוד המרכזי בפרשה, בעל ביתר ירושלים משה חוגג, שנמצא במעצר מיום חמישי שעבר. חוגג חשוד בהונאה במטבעות וירטואליים בהיקף מאות מיליוני שקלים, וכן בחשד לביצוע עבירות מין. כתבנו אדר גיציס מוסר שחוגג לא נכח היום בדיון בהסכמת השופטים. מדברי, סליחה, מזג האוויר עד ליום שישי ללא שינוי בטמפרטורות. אלה החדשות שעורך רועי ולד.
Ich schrach nur, du, den Neumann. 
J.M. in the A.M. That's uh, Simcha Liner, Harbein Achat, and Rise Up. You heard Melech Ozer done by Chaim Yisrael. Yidin, that was the medley from that uh, from that musical group. And uh, Yosef Daniel had the Surrendered. It's a brand new one. And Hanukkah is here done by Zusha. After all, Hanukkah does start this coming Sunday night. Erev Thanksgiving here in the U.S. of A. on a Wednesday morning broadcast. by David Goldwasser's words, Echonishmas Arab Zebenus of Alevi. Zechenishmas Esther Basar Here is Rabbi David Goldwasser with Morning Chizuk. Good morning. The Talmud of Mesech the Shabbos quotes the great Rav Tanchum, the Ner Chanukah, the lights of Chanukah, that are 20 avos high, are invalid. It's possible. The explanation is that if that light is too high to be seen and a person that is passing by will not notice it, then he cannot possibly fulfill the mitzvah. As we know, Chanukah Menorah stands for Persume Nisa, to publicize the great miracle that was done for our people. The Talmud goes on and quotes something else from Rav Tanchum. That pit, the boar, into which Yosef HaTzadik was thrown into by his brothers, that, aside from the fact that it didn't have any water, it was full of nechashim v'akravim, snakes and scorpions. We want to know what is the connection between the pit, 20 amos, and the height of the menorah, 20 amos. The Alexander Rebbe explains that there is a great lesson for all of us to understand. Ner Chanukah 
that are 20 amos high are invalid. Why? Because they put the menorah at such a high place. It's as if to say, the menorah is too great. I can't approach it. I cannot do that mitzvah because I'm not that great. One might think, I'm so far removed from holiness, from Kedusha, that I cannot use the menorah to help me. However, Chazal tell us, no. If the Ner Chanukah, the candles are that high, it's invalid, because that's not what Chanukah teaches us. Chanukah teaches us that every individual has access, every individual has entree to the mitzvos in the light of Chanukah. That's the connection between both of the teachings of Rav Tanchum. If a person says that this mitzvah is too high and I really don't have any connection to it, then, chas v'shalom, the person will fall into the bore, into the pit with nechashim nakravim, with snakes and scorpions, which are marumas. It comes to allude to the Yetzirah, the evil inclination. However, if the individual will understand that the holiness of Hanukkah and those lights are for all of us, no matter how high we are, or God forbid, how low we have sunk. The Hanukkah miracle, the Hanukkah menorah, can show us the way. It can bring us to higher heights, no matter which level a person may be on. This has been Rabbi David Goldwasser, bringing you morning chizik. Have a nice day. J.M. and the A.M. on a Wednesday morning broadcast. And uh, we have a couple of special guests with us live via telephone as we talk about the Big Brother program of the Max and Ruth Schwartz Stay Road Hesder Institutions. Many of you are familiar with American Friends of Stay Road, and many of you have actually traveled to Stay Road to see the yeshiva that was founded by Rabbi David Fundell, an American Olev from New York back in 1995. Uh, the yeshiva is the centerpiece of an amazing community of Stay Road. We have made that point many, many times, both from Stay Road and from this studio. And we have two special guests with us live via telephone. Executive Director of the Max and Ruth Schwartz Stay Road Hesder Institutions is Rabbi Ari Katz, who's speaking to us from Israel. Ari, shalom, and welcome to JM in the AM. How you doing, Nachum? Thank you for having us. From here in Steroid. A pleasure. And Michael Buzzy Green, our wonderful friend from the United States of America, who, of course, is the Director of Development for American Friends of Steroid. Buzzy, always a delight to welcome you to JM in the AM. Uh, Nachum, it's great to talk to you again, Nachum. Really. Uh, I appreciate that. Ari Katz, let's start with you, and we'll talk about the Big Brother program. We'll talk about what's going to be happening next week. But first, just give us an update. It has been a while since we've heard what's happening in Stay Road, what's happening with the yeshiva in Stay Road, what's happening with safety and security in Stay Road. Can you give us an overview of what's happening in that wonderful city? Yeah, sure, Nachum. So, uh, first of all, thank you for being such a good friend. I mean, you've always been a friend of Stay Road, and, you know, it really means a lot to us. So that, that I have to start off by saying, Akara Satov. Thank you. Um, but, uh, so, okay, so it, it's interesting. Thank God, Baruch Hashem, since... Uh, Shomer HaChomot, since the Guardian of the Walls operation back in May, it's really been quiet. And when I say quiet, I mean, it means no rockets. Wow. Uh, you know, there might have been one, I think, red alert siren these six months, and I think that even was a false alarm. But it's, it's thank God, Baruch Hashem, it's been quiet. Uh, 
and um, we have to thank Hashem. I can say people every day that we have quiet. You have to thank Hashem for every day that we have quiet here in Cairo. But what people don't know, and I'll connect it in a second, maybe to the Big Brother program, is even though when it's quiet on the ground, like we say, right. so inside everyone, especially the kids, inside. Um, you know, the, the post-trauma, like we call it, the post-trauma stress disorder, the PTSD, every single child in Stay Road suffers from, at some level from that post-trauma. So it might be quiet, and there might not be ro- rockets actually falling, but the kids, and not only the kids, even the adults, they suffer from post-trauma year-long. And that, that's what people don't know that much about. And that people have to be aware of because... That's something that you know, gives me the wrong impression sometimes when it's quiet. But, you know, like we say, on the face of things, it looks like it's okay. And like I'm standing outside now, it's a beautiful day. The sun is out. The birds are chirping. But, you know, deep down, every child you see, every child I see on the street, you know, coming, you know that they're suffering from something. Yeah. And, the, and the Big Brother program that will, is one example how we try, how the yeshiva tries to help. As you know, Nachum, the yeshiva in Steyrot, the Hesky Yeshiva, which Rabbi Sandel founded 26 years ago, uh, of course, the yeshiva, the main purpose is for the guys to come here and learn. Right. But this is the yeshiva where the boys are totally involved in the community, that they are really have, they have put the imprint on the community there. The yeshiva is, is involved, and they are mamish part of the city of Steyrot. Uh, by the way, Big Brother programs are necessary and are effective even when one is not under the constant threat of terror and trauma. And I know you're making that point, obviously, but I just want people to understand that as much as it's a benefit because of the unique situation that children in Stay Road are in, uh, it's an effective program even even when you, ha- when, you're, when you have a normal situation that a child is growing sure. up in. Yeah. Of course, definitely, yeah. definitely. I mean, uh, you know, we know, especially today in today's generation, you know, having someone, uh, you know, uh, some, uh, call him an outsider, someone that he could, uh, uh, a young kid here, we do it for the seventh and eighth graders primarily, that they have someone that they could turn to, they have another relationship with someone. In any case, you're 100% right. In yeah. any situation, 100%. it's such an important thing to have. Calvachomer, so much more so when you're talking about these kids that, that, that need that shoulder to lean on. That, and they develop a kesher, they develop a relationship with one of the yeshiva students that our hope, of course, is that this relationship will not only be in, uh, when they learn together once a week, twice a week, but will be a relationship that they could really foster in the future for a lot of other things as well. If you already said it in your intro, I apologize, but what are we up to now with Big Brothers? Do you have a number? Do we know how many how many of these pairs are, uh, are have already been established in Sarah? I can tell you that just... Uh, Across from my office, um, just yesterday, uh, yesterday Monday. So, because they go, they they're on vacation next week, Hanukkah vacation. Right. But they had a special Hanukkah program already this week, and there were uh, around fifty seventh graders wow. that were in the room over there together with the yeshiva guys, the yeshiva students. So right now we're around, we get an average a week around fifty seventh graders. What we're trying to do, and I think Buzzy will maybe talk yeah. about that a little bit, yeah. is. Uh, Really, uh, really to to expand that, really to expand that, and to have more students come. For sure. Uh, all right, Buzzy, tell us what's going on and how it leads up to this um, uh, special uh, campaign that's happening for the Big Brother program. So, 
so Nakam, the idea is obviously having 60 kids there is incredible. It's right. great. When the program started back in 2014, amid the rockets falling, obviously, the, the program was uh, maybe 15, 16 children that it started. But you have not only seventh graders and eighth graders, not only do you have learning, the idea is to take this program and give them a Shabbos experience and right. give them Teulim and give them sports activities. Right. Really make this a full community outreach where, yes, they're coming in and they're learning, which is obviously an essential part of this, but that also fourth graders can come and fifth graders can come and they can get an entire experience out of what's going on because you know and I know that that word normal that we've all used around here of what's going on, normal is much different in Stay Road than it is in the United States for any yeshiva student or any regular kid here. That we know. No question about that. All right, how how is this going to work, Buzzy? Is it a specific day, a specific couple of days? How does this campaign work, and how do people get involved? So here we go. Obviously, it's a very interesting year this year, Malcolm. Why? Because Giving Tuesday, ah. which is Tuesday, okay, right, right. happens to also be on Hanukkah. Right. What could be better than lighting up the menorah that stands on the top of that yeshiva, which is made from Katusha rockets and made from hatred, but helping to light the lights of those menorahs with the money that can be given, the donations that can be made between now and next Tuesday, Giving Tuesday. There, are, there is a uh, website. It's called rootfunding.com forward slash campaigns forward slash they wrote Big Brother. It may be a mouthful, but it's kind of easy to find. You can go find it under Root Funding. And this is where we want to make sure that everybody understands what you give now will absolutely be used right away for these programs that we're using for the children. Everything here is going specifically for Big Brother. So, yes, we're raising money always for other things for the yeshiva, but this particular campaign is for the outreach and for making sure that these kids have it. So, again, it's rootfunding.com forward slash campaigns forward slash they wrote Big Brother. And now, that's the most important thing now. Now, I have uh, I, I went to rootfunding.com. I clicked. I actually searched for Stay Wrote, and um, there are a bunch of American Friends of Stay Wrote campaigns. I'm just wondering if this one is there just to make it easier on people in order to, uh, to find it. Um, it just says Stay Wrote Big Brother. That's what was given to me, and that's what I, uh, that's what I saw. I can send... Uh, Links out to people. I actually have done some mailings up here in the in the Teaneck Bergenfield area. Uh, have it. People can contact me at mbuzzygreen at gmail dot com. Ah, oh, maybe that's a better idea. Anybody. Okay, that might so, be better. So uh, I have my own email specifically geared towards this mbuzzygreen. Because as you said, every there, there is a Michael there, but nobody knows who that is. So we say <laughs> Buzzy Green, right? <laughs> Understood. I understand that. Uh, all right, uh, those of you out there who are um, inclined, as so many of these people in the uh, audience, in our audience, are to support American Friends of Stay Road. This campaign is specifically for this Big Brother program. This is a an opportunity, both before and on Hanukkah. Uh, to support a Big Brother program that uh, is really necessary. All these Big Brother programs are necessary and really good, obviously. Uh, but as you heard both Rabbi Katz and Buzzy Green explain, um, these students, these young kids, get an opportunity to be paired up with um, yeshiva boys who have a positive influence on them and a calming influence on them during some very trying times in Stay Road. 
And in addition to that, they are trying very hard to implement trips, tiulim, programs, um, Shabbatonim, etc., um, so that um, this whole experience of the Big Brother program can be even more enhanced. We are asking everybody out there to participate. It's a Giving Tuesday campaign, uh, but right now you can give by going to rootfunding.com. Again, that's R-O-O-T, rootfunding.com slash campaigns slash stay wrote big brother rootfunding.com slash campaigns slash stay wrote big brother also american friends of stay road is right here in passaic new jersey you can send a check to the american friends of stay road and earmark the donation for the big brother program they're at 49 dakota street in passaic and that zip code is 07055 again that's 49 dakota street in passaic and that zip code is 07055. And Buzzy Green, who leads the American Friends of Stay Road Development Department, he has volunteered his email address, mbuzzygreen uh, at gmail.com, if you'd like to be in touch directly with him regarding this specific program. So is it, this, does this, I, I understand the campaign is one that can be supported right now, but is this going live next week on Giving Tuesday, or it's already live at this point? Buzzy. It, it, is, it is already live. Great. It, it's live. There you can go do it. Uh, I have I had people last night when I sent out an email with a little video message that absolutely it's live. You can go there right now to donate. The idea is to obviously culminate with the Giving Tuesday. So right. if people are interested, you know, because it's Giving Tuesday. But the idea was to kind of wrap it all together, having the menorah, having the Giving Tuesday, having Hanukkah all there, and and hopefully people understand as as we all said, this is essential. This is this is a, a bit, all Big Brother programs are probably essential, but when you look towards what's going on on a daily basis in Stay Road with youngsters, this is truly an essential program to give them some normalcy, to give them some real feeling of a kahila and and closeness with people. Uh, and one other thing, just to let you know, Nachum, I'm going to be visiting. Uh, finally, getting back to Eretz Israel, I'm going to be visiting Stay Road and the yeshiva in uh, December. And we'll send you some updates from them from when I when I'm on uh, on the road, as they say, as as you go on the road. Rebari, have you seen any Americans in Stay Road recently? So that's what I wanted to say. I, I will tell you, Maisa Shahaya, just now, which is a little unfortunate, but I, I I want to say the good and the, and uh, unfortunate. So yes, thank God, the skies are now opened. As you know, people are coming to Eretz Israel. Uh, true, there's still a few restrictions, but. You can't compare it what it was last year. Last year, I mean, it, like we say, it was a midbar. It was dry. Uh, no one was coming. Even this past summer, I had around 15 groups coming from America and Europe that I was able to show the around because part of what I do here is try to try to convince people to come and see the city. I have a little tour that I take them around, a two-, three-hour tour. We go through the city, visit the yeshiva. Um, next week on Hanukkah, I already have uh, – Ten families that are uh, two days, Tuesday and Thursday. And nice. if anyone is listening out there who's planning on coming, uh, still, it's uh, still there's plenty of room to come. I have already most of the families that are coming next week happen to be families who are living in Eretz, who have made Aliyah. They're Anglo's who are living all over the country. I do have two families that are, are coming from America that are booked uh, on one of those uh, days to come and see. So thank God we are starting to see. I say, unfortunate, this morning I got an email. I was supposed to have a group uh, in a few weeks come from, uh, from Europe, and they canceled. The email I got was due to COVID. So we're not back yet where we want to be. 
unfortunately. We're not, uh, you know, what it was uh, two years ago before COVID. But thank God, we see, as, how do we say it there, Nacho? Uh, you know, the Geula comes, kima, kima, slowly but <laughs> yeah. surely. So the Geula, the, the Geula from the COVID is also coming slowly but surely. Yeah. And, you know, as the year goes on, I hope, listen, I already have a few tours that are booked for January, February. And I'm, I'm going to, you know, really use this uh, platform to say, please come and visit us. I mean, you know, we could talk about it. We could, you could hear about it. But when you see it, when you actually see what's going on here, this miracle, it's Hanukkah next week, talking about miracles, this miracle of a city, and that's the only word I use. The only word, it's a miracle what's happening here in Spiro. Yeah, no question about that. Rabbi Ari Katz, Buzzy Green, and I encourage everybody to support Stay Road. Uh, and the yeshiva, but right now to support the Big Brother program. By the way, good news, everybody. The campaign already is almost at 40% uh, done, which is pretty amazing. So everybody out there has an opportunity to really get things moving by donating between now and Giving Tuesday. The address, again, rootfunding.com. That's R-O-O-T, rootfunding.com, slash campaigns, slash stay wrote Big Brother. Rootfunding.com, slash campaigns, Slash they wrote Big Brother information. You can be in touch with Buzzy Green at mbuzzygreen at the gmail.com. Uh, Reb Ari, Chag Urim Sameach, and best regards and happy Hanukkah to everybody in Stay Road. So, you, you, and for the, on behalf of the Rosh Yeshiva, Sandel, the whole Yeshiva, we also wish you and everyone around a Chag Sameach. This should be a, a holiday of light, of good news, and Mir Tashem, and we'll be able to spread the light all over. And Buzzy, I take this opportunity to wish you a very happy Hanukkah and continue your amazing work with Stay Road. Thanks a lot, Nachum. It's always great to talk to you on the phone. And then happy Hanukkah to you and your whole family. And if people want to visit us on Facebook, they can go just go see to the Friends of Stay Road on Facebook page. But happy Hanukkah to all, Chag Sameach, and thank you for this uh, time on the radio program. Uh, a real pleasure, and good luck with the Big Brother campaign. More coming up. It's JM in the AM. We'll all be dancing in Jerusalem. 
same tune. Now that's the truth. Sweet old sweet Jerusalem, where the skies are so blue. Sweet old sweet Jerusalem, Lord, I'm coming home to you.
mind For everything there is a time So let's find out from the on fine A little bit of fun is fine Heart and soul they must align Together this one time Let's find the on fine On a On a pitch black night, he rode a horse of the purest white. He knocked on the door, kind of prisoner free. In his hand, a bag of money. What shall I do when the money runs dry? Here's a prayer that could pierce the sky. What shall I do when the gold runs dry? Here's a prayer that could pierce the sky. And I call the man, They surrounded me These three words they set me free When you got no strength and you cry and please Lost in the forest can't find the trees Here's what you do when the money runs dry Here's a prayer that could pierce the sky Here's what you do when the gold runs dry Here's a prayer that could pierce the sky
JM in the AM, wrapping up our number two here on a Wednesday morning broadcast. Thanks for joining us. My name is Nahum Siegel. We are live in New York City, happy to say. And uh, for us here in America, it's Erev Thanksgiving. For those of you who are Americans living in Israel or anywhere around the world, remember that? Remember Thanksgiving week? That really unusual, not weird, but unusual, different feeling during Thanksgiving week in this country? Well, that's what we're in right now. On this day before Thanksgiving. By the way, I want to wish a Mazel Tov, a couple of really big, beautiful Simchas tonight with some dear friends uh, celebrating. I want to uh, wish a Mazel Tov to the Hagler and Shanzer families, the Hagler and Shanzer families, to Chavi and Rabbi Chaim Hagler. Many of you know them, of course, from Yeshivat Noam and many other places, um, but primarily from Yeshivat Noam with the amazing job that the Haglers have done there. Uh, we want to wish them a mazel of Shira and Donnie are getting married tonight. So to the Hagler family and to Elisa and Barry Shanzer and the Shanzer family, mazel tov from all of us here at JM and the AM. Also to the Rosenfelds and the Sturms, that wedding is taking place tonight. I think I actually know all four families from these two Simchas, which is pretty cool, frankly. Orly Rosenfeld, Josh Sturm getting married tonight. We wish them a very, very special mazel tov from all of us here at JM and the AM. And um, uh, that would include a, uh, a Mazel Tov, of course, to uh, Edie and Elliot and a Mazel Tov to Yvette and Sam from all of us here at JM in the AM. So looking forward to celebrating with everybody on these amazing occasions, to say the least, and, um, and wishing everybody a Mazel Tov. Hour number two is complete. Wouldn't you love a great cup of Gaia coffee, fresh brewed coffee at this point? Just take your uh, glass, your cup, your mug, fill it with boiling Hot water and toss that Gaia coffee brew bag right in. Simple as that. That's how it works. And I hope that everybody out there has gotten used to how it works already because <laughs> the folks at Gaia Coffee have made quite an effort to get the word out, uh, including right here on JM and the AM. And I want everyone to enjoy. Yeah, tomorrow morning, Thanksgiving morning, uh, you're relaxed a little bit more. You come home from a later minion, make sure to toss a cup. Uh, make sure to get, uh, prepare for yourself a cup, a glass, a mug of boiling hot water, and toss a Gaia Coffee brew bag right in. It's a GaiaCoffee.com, where you can enjoy a 15% discount on all products. G-A-I-A Coffee.com. Check it out today. Our friends at Art School, I remind you that our friends at Art School have a massive sale going on now before Hanukkah. You know the rule, always use promo code radio at ArtScroll.com. Simple as that. Always use promo code radio at ArtScroll.com. Uh, can't emphasize that enough. And um, when you do, you'll have a major discount and, of course, free shipping on anything at artsgirl.com. And our friends at A&H continue to remind everybody that uh, Thanksgiving weekend is coming up and next weekend is Shabbos Hanukkah weekend. You want to make sure to have delicious meat products in the house. So if you're going to a major kosher supermarket, check out the A&H Abel's and Hyman display. You'll be impressed, very impressed. They have so many great offerings. And if you're on the net, it's kosherdogs.net with a 10% discount when you use promo code radio. Kosherdogs.net for all of the A&H products. And this is America's one and only Jewish Moments in the Morning radio program. Heard on listeners-sponsored digital radio around the world of web at NachumSegal.com and the NachumSegal Network. And, of course, on the beloved NSN app.
Pretty good, huh? Yoni Z with Crown. That is a uh, that's a powerful song. <clears throat> Debuted just a few days ago, and there it is for you, brand new at JM in the AM. Uh, before that, uh, you heard Eighth Day with Wake Up Yidden, Avram Rosenblum and the Diasporados from our Lagbomer celebration of last year with Hakoyo Ducha. Yaakov Shweki had Bosch Shabbos and Misinai to open up those uh, to open up that set here. At JM in the AM Wednesday morning broadcast. Thanks so much for tuning in. A um, reminder from our friends at the shopeichlers.com that they've got a Black Friday sale going on. They are um, they are putting their Lichvod Shabbos Kodesh cookbook by Razi Freed and their Aishas Chayel cookbook Um at amazing Black Friday sale prices at shopeichlers.com. So check that out. That's the first thing I wanted to tell you about. Then, 
then trying to see here. Oh, there we go. Uh, then remember that they have a, a complete cookbook section at shopbyclothes.com that gives you amazing hot deals, as they put it, uh, for Black Friday. So check it out. Go to shopbyclothes.com. Remember, they have same-day delivery in most neighborhoods in New York and New Jersey, and they can take very good care of you. Their customer service is amazing. In fact, i got to thank Yussi, who was uh, so helpful to us this past Sunday. Needed some yarmulkes, needed a mishnayas, needed a, um, a a specific safer for one of my kids, and he came through, as they always do. Thank you to ShopEichlers.com. Much appreciated. More coming up. JM in the AM. We'll check in with our friends at Turo. And more happening on a Wednesday morning, era of Thanksgiving at JM in the AM.
Wednesday morning, Imesh Gachech, done by Benny Friedman here on a Wednesday. Yoni Z before that with The Crown, uh, brand new here at JM in the AM. Well, uh, a big shout-out to our friends at Turo College, and I say it like that because you know that we have an expression that we created here. Uh, real classes, real courses, real degrees, real jobs. <laughs> that's what. Uh, we, that's one of the things we keep emphasizing every time a representative of Turo comes on the air because uh, there are many shortcuts out there that end up being a uh, long route to a faraway destination. When you do it the right way, and uh, everybody out there who are everyone's who's, who everyone out there who is a student, everyone out there who's a parent of a student has to keep this in mind. When you do it with a real course of study, with real professors, real departments, real classes, real courses, you end up with a real degree and with a real job, and usually a job that's much better than if you would have gone um, the shortcut route. Uh, Dr. Faye Wolkenfeld is with us live via telephone, Chair of Behavioral Sciences at Turo. We'll be on the faculty of the brand new PsyD program at Turo. We have a... Uh, an announcement that on November the 30th, on November the 30th, starting at 7 p.m., that's Tuesday night, this coming Tuesday night, starting at 7 p.m., there'll be a virtual open house to learn more about the brand-new PsyD program in clinical psychology starting in the fall of 2022 at Turo College. Dr. Faye Wolkenfeld, a pleasure to welcome you to JM in the AM. Thank you. It's a pleasure to be here again. Um, for those of us who don't know, could you explain what PsyD is? So PsyD is a doctoral degree in psychology. Um, it's more clinical. It has a more clinical focus than a PhD, which is more um, scholarly and research related. Um, it is. It, it does involve scholarship. Um, they, they do. They, students do learn research, but there's a very strong focus on clinical learning as well. So is this uh, is this um, uh, uh, open house about the brand new PsyD program? Is this something that's open to uh, graduate students, master's program students, undergrads, who should be thinking about PsyD down the road? For the most part, people coming from um, a master's program, but people, we will accept people who, who come from a bachelor's program if they have a very strong background. Um, but uh, we're looking for people who have um, a, a solid academic um, background as well as some clinical experience. So Usually people who've done a master's have more of that, um, but if someone has a BA, a very strong academic background, and also um, has 
some good practice, some good volunteer, you know, a couple years volunteering um, or working in a clinical place that would be looked at well as well. Uh, I would imagine that uh, someone who, in fact, will end up with a and and will uh, uh, graduate with the degree, the PsyD degree, which uh, seems pretty prominent, frankly, um, will have an ability to help people um, in a uh, in a more enhanced fashion, I guess, than somebody uh, with a lesser degree in this area. Would that be safe to say? Well, the scope of practice is different. So, for example, we have a clinical mental health counseling program, which is a master's program. Um, and it's a very strong program, but it's, the scope of practice is very different than as for a psychologist. So people have to look at the two fields and see which one they would want to go into. Um, it, it's definitely, it's, you learn more in a PsyD program. It's longer, um, but it depends on what people's goals are. And this is sort of a, uh, I mean, th- this is, uh, I guess, pretty obvious, but we, we, we are more closely now in this era uh, associating a mental health uh, with actual medicine, the physical and the mental, I think, I think continuously through the decades has just gotten closer and closer together, both for the layperson and for the professional. Right? That's absolutely true. It's, it's I mean, it, it especially it, it's been it's interesting because um, Dr. Frank Gardner, who is the director of the PsyD program, when he joined um, Turo, he used to talk to me about the in, about the clinical mental health counseling program and say, you know, we need to bring more health emphasis into the field. And he was so right. And we were, we were starting to do that. And then COVID-19 kind of exploded everything because it became so clear um, as people were being more isolated and as hospitals were not allowing visitors in, people were dying on their own and families were suffering the trauma of that kind of after effect. Because it's not just the sadness of the person dying alone, but the family deals with trauma after that that's unresolved it became so clear that there is a lack of understanding of mental health in the medical field. And that really needs to come in very strongly. And if the medical field in general would have appreciated that more, they probably would have changed some of the practices regarding people who were hospitalized with serious COVID cases. A hundred percent. There's a lot of research coming out now saying that right before this happened, they became aware that you know, they, they were looking at how to deal with, you know, very severe flu cases and whether, and they, hospitals were starting to allow visitors in, even into the ICU more, because they were realizing that family makes a very big difference in terms of the outcome of someone who's very ill, because they're there to help with emotional support when the nurses can't be there, you know, mm-hmm. and they're there to help with making sure feeding is happening. They're, they're there to help with all sorts of things. They're advocates. Yes, yeah, they're advocates, exactly. How sad that we have to learn this lesson this way, huh? Very, very sad. Certainly very sad, sad for those families that suffered the way they did. And, you know, it's funny, on the notes for this morning's conversation, it says about people being feeling abandoned by family members. Most of mm-hmm. the people, obviously, obviously, the people who passed away from COVID just before passing were in a very, very serious medical situation. Obviously, that's what caused their demise. Uh, but even under those circumstances, chances are they felt that sense, I don't want to say abandonment, God forbid, but that sense mm-hmm. Of abandonment, and boy, is that sad as you think about uh, what they went through during that period. Yeah, it's it's, it's very sad. Doctor Fa- Doctor Faye Walkenfeld's with us, chair of behavioral sciences at Turo. The brand new PsyD program starts in the fall. The virtual open house is this coming Tuesday night. Information on the Turo website, of course, and she'll be part of the faculty in the new uh, PsyD program. Um, there are other things that uh, we've learned from uh, uh, from COVID nineteen 
And that was the stress that it caused and the mental health challenges for healthcare workers in general, even those who were healthy and trying to provide assistance to those who may not have been, they were going through a terrible ordeal. What are some of the things we learned about that experience during COVID-19? So we've learned that, I mean, we've learned that, that medical workers are afraid to claim that they might need some mental health support. Wow. They're afraid they're going to lose their jobs. And so we, we have a number of nurses and doctors who committed suicide because they'd rather, they, they went for that rather than looking for help. And that's really very sad. And, you know, when we say the families weren't there, well, who was there? It was the frontline workers. And they ended up having to fill in for family. And they, they, they were very torn. They weren't, it, it's, the, the, the fallout is still happening. I have a colleague, actually our director of the Clinical Mental Health Counseling Program is part of what's called the Emotional PPE Project. Oh, they, which um, helps, they, they give uh, services for free to frontline workers, to the healthcare workers. And she's, she says she's, the doctors and nurses are suffering. They are still suffering from that. You know, I remember some of the interviews we saw during COVID of nurses who, you know, b- became heroes because they were sticking by the side or standing by the side of that victim uh, in place of the family. And, and they would break down. They would break down uh, emotionally on TV every time they told the story in, in every one of these situations. Mm-hmm. And, and now you know why, of course, because they were, you know, this was such a burden, such a terrible, um, a, a, a terrible burden they had to undertake on behalf of uh, the loved ones of those who were passing. Um, right. Just unbelievable. Uh, Dr. Faye Walkenfeld is with us. All right. So um, th- th- is it possible? that people who are clinically depressed and people who did suffer from some type of mental uh, illness had more of a, uh, of a possibility of dying of COVID because of those comorbidities. We always talk about comorbidities in terms of respiration, in terms of uh, a, a lack of immunity, physical immunity that people may have had going into this whole pandemic. Is it possible that those who had suffered from depression and other m- mental illness also were considered to have comorbidities? Yeah, it was the research is showing that actually they were at about the same risk as people. We said we knew people with diabetes were at risk, right. people with liver disease, were, and they're finding that people with severe mental health issues um, were also at that same level of risk. And they may have also had. They're, we're still not 100 percent sure, but some of the reasons have been given as impaired immune response. Um, they're also predisposed to chronic disease. People who have these comorbidities, people who have a depression and anxiety are also usually suffering from other things. Um, and they're also more prone towards substance abuse. And so, you know, if the people who are dealing with depression, anxiety, and, and ADHD, severe bipolar and ADHD are also usually, not always, but often using substances. Right. And um, that's also impairing their, their, their health. And, and-, and there's... Uh, I just want to say one more thing. There's also less of an ability to comply with public health measures. So if they're having, if they're impulsive and they're depressed and anxious, they're also less likely to necessarily comply with, with other measures. Right. They're not going to be diligent about following the rules. Let's put it that way. Right. And that Mm -hmm. of course leads to, you know, other uh, problems through uh, lax behavior. Um, Not to overload (laughs) or overburden this audience with, with even more situations, but one of the ones that um, uh, was sent to me in advance of this conversation was when people go through physical danger, when people go through, whether it's a car accident or otherwise, uh, and they now, are, you know, they need rehab. They, they need to rehab their leg, their back, their arm, or whatever it is that, you know, needs to be. I mean, everyone knows what physical rehabilitation is all about. But we forget that there is a psychological rehabilitation that needs to be set up upon discharge 
from the hospital. And people can fall into a bad place in terms of mental illness. I would think just the opposite, that as someone is progressing physically, it only enhances their mental state. But I guess you would suggest and other professionals would suggest that sometimes it's the opposite. It is. Well, you have to realize that people who have suffered from an accident or something, there's a loss of life. There's a loss of a part of who they were, right? Because they're, they're losing time. They had these goals. They're going to accomplish certain things. And all of a sudden, they're stuck with a broken leg. They're stuck with, could be worse, they're stuck with a TBI. I mean, there are all sorts of things that they could be stuck with that are limiting their ability to accomplish where they thought they were supposed to be going. Their trajectory in life is now shifted. And they have to adjust to that. They have to accept it, and they have to figure out how to move on with that. And they can get depressed. They can get anxious. There are lots of um, – there's a fallout from that. They need support. And um, one of the things that, uh, uh, that was noted, uh, again, as I prepared for this, was the Alzheimer's patients. I never realized that uh, there is a stage, obviously, where a patient uh, knows that their dementia is setting in. And I, I can't even begin to comprehend what that must be like, knowing that, that, that one of the most important faculties, one's own memory, one's, one's own ability to communicate, to recognize, et cetera, is waning. Um, right. So I guess patients who are suffering in that way are going through a similar experience in terms of depression. Terrible depression. That's uh, uh, sinks in right there because they, they see they're losing their faculties and it's very, very difficult to deal with that. So then there are some who, I mean, what we hope is that people will be proactive, right? So, and it's very hard to be proactive because what you're basically saying is you're agreeing, I'm, I'm losing it. Right. Um, and that's hard to do, but I think that with the right support, we can, you know, we can get people there. There are people who take measures beforehand. They, once they see it's happening, they'll make a living will that supports what they what you know what they want they'll, right. they'll do certain things and then there are others who are in denial and how do we deal with the personality differences how do we get the people who are in denial to actually maybe be a little more healthy um about how to deal with what they want for end of life and well, etc as depressing as this is for an early morning conversation i can only <laughs> imagine how much help people are going to get because these issues are raised and we in our community need to know about it uh those of you who are uh, inclined to help people uh, who are in these situations and to uh, and to enhance their lives as they go through all of this, there is a side D program that has been announced uh, by Turo. The virtual open house is this coming Tuesday night, starting at 7 p.m. Eastern time. If you're interested in the side D program or if you're interested in the MS and mental health counseling, you should attend the virtual open house on December the 9th. That's coming up on December the 9th, starting. At 7 p.m. So the side D program you um, uh, you uh, outlined for us the MS and mental health counseling. Again, these are really important degrees, as we always say. Uh, you know, when you go through a real course of study like this, it only um, it, it only puts more tools in the toolbox of what you could do to help people down the road. You want to give us a word on the mental health counseling MS? So the mental health counseling MS um, is specifically for people who are really are interested in counseling, um, and uh, it's. We've been very successful in the last few years. We've really built up the program. It's, it's very strong. We have uh, successful students who are going out there. It's a two- to three-year program. Um, so if people just want to do counseling and and uh, and that's their passion, it's, it's a good start, it's, and it, it's a good way to get yourself into the field. And boy, based on this conversation, the counseling is really needed out there, that's for sure. 
mm-hmm. information, you can go to shs.turo.edu slash events. Again, shs.turo.edu slash events. Both the PsyD program virtual open house for November the 30th and the MS and mental health counseling virtual open house happening on December the 9th are both up there in addition to other events um, a full listing of upcoming open houses in a lot of different areas of interest brought to you by our friends at Turo. Dr. Faye Wolkenfeld, anything you'd like to add? No, I, I just, I guess I just want to add one more thing. Sure. People should be aware the PsyD program is a very full-time four to five-year program, and wow. they're, they're going to get a lot of good skills out of that. Yeah. But they have to be aware that it's a real commitment. So sometimes the real courses and the real classes that we talk about are real courses and yes. classes, four to five years and very intense. Well, look, I mean, if one's going to get a degree like that and then, you know, have a tremendous influence in that field down the road, they've got to put the work in. It's as simple as that. So that, Absolutely. that should be no surprise to anybody. Uh, thanks so much for joining us this morning and a very happy Hanukkah to you and everybody at Turo. Thank you. Likewise to you. Take Doc, care. Dr. Faye Walkenfeld, Chair of Behavioral Sciences uh, uh, and Associate Professor of the Department of Behavioral Science at Turo's College School of uh, Health Sciences. Don't forget the PsyD program that we were talking about has an open house on Tuesday, this coming Tuesday, starting at 7 p.m. The MS and Mental Health Counseling is a virtual open house December the 9th, starting at 7 p.m. Go to shs.turo.edu slash events, shs.turo.edu slash events more coming up you are listening to a uh wednesday morning broadcast at jm in the a.m you've waited all this while still without a child yeah your faith in me remains strong You've really done your best, passed every test, never questioning anything at all. So this I promise you, if you promise to stay true, your children will be like the stars in the sky, this vast universe before you You couldn't count him if you tried I promise you tonight Now that I've granted you a son There's one more thing to be done So listen please Take the one you love and sacrifice him up above as an offering to me. So this I promise you, if you promise to stay true, your children will be like the stars in the sky, this vast universe before you Bye.
Abraham, Abraham, please do not move your hand. You've proven yourself loyal to me. Your name will carry on. Your nation will grow strong. A promise kept throughout history. So this I promise you, if you promise to stay true, your children will be like the stars in the sky. This vast universe before you bend the eyes. Endless in number and madness in size. You couldn't count on me if you tried. You couldn't count on me. Try. Couldn't count it if you try. I promise you tonight. Oh, I promise you
understand just feel it in the air see it in the old man's gentle smile we don't have to see him cause we all know that he's there i'll sing to you a while hear it in the mountains echo Brothers and sisters in Israel, we are with you. It's America's one and only Jewish moments in the morning radio program heard on listeners-sponsored digital radio. Around the world, the web, and AlchemSegal.com, and the AlchemSegal Network, and of course, in the beloved NSN app. There we go. I was wondering when that would start. <laughs> Sorry about that. Wraps up a Wednesday. Happy Thanksgiving, all. Make sure to be tuned into Avrami's live lunch later on today between 11 and 1. Um, and uh, tomorrow we're back. We'll start at 6 a.m. We will be here, and then great music all day long, of course, plus Mark Zomik's incredible Erev Shabbos show scheduled for tomorrow night at 7 p.m. So... 
somewhat of a different schedule since it's Thanksgiving Day, but some of the important and incredible staples of our broadcast day will certainly be included tomorrow, and the others will return next week, please, God. Have a fabulous Wednesday. Till tomorrow, Nachum Segal reminding you, remember to pass, live the present, and trust the future.